Welcome to A Culture of the Supernatural. Hi, this is Apostle Jonathan Bird. Using my experience as a springboard, I want to share with you steps that you can take to begin the process of walking in the supernatural. Amazing progress can be made by both men and women who are willing to be disciples. True freedom is a result of understanding and receiving the truth about yourself and your creator. Come and join with me in today's message. Hello, this is Apostle Bird, and I'd like to welcome all of you to our podcast today. The message that I bring to you is it will be an encouraging message. It will be a message that will inspire you and lift you up. We are living in very defining times, and right now, people are slipping out of faith into hopelessness. So as you listen to this podcast, I want you to be strengthened in might by the Lord. The title of this podcast today is going to be Prisoners of Hope, Hopelessness or Champions of Faith. A prisoner of hope is one who remains hopeful in circumstances that seem hopeless. Hopelessness is a learned behavior. It is, it is a delusion. The results of hopelessness is an inaccurate belief system. Depression is the emotional results of hopelessness. Joy is the emotional results of hope. And peace is the emotional results of faith. I am told that people can live 40 days without food, four days without water, four minutes without air, but they cannot live four seconds without hope. Hope is a very powerful, powerful belief system. Because hope rises you up. It causes you to hang on to something that your mind has not obtained yet, your heart and your hands have not received. It is such a powerful, powerful anchor. And when it is anchored down into your soul, I'm telling you, the manifestation of it gives a way to faith and the substance of it becomes yours. I want to read to you from the book of Ecclesiastics. Chapter 9, verse 4, these words. But for him who is joined to all the living, there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. Jeremiah and Elijah were two of the greatest prophets of the Old Testament. Yet both were prone to periods of hopelessness and depression. Many of the Old Testament prophets prophesied and wrote, but Elijah prophesied and acted. And he wrote nothing. Both were Fearless men, they were both fearless men of God, announcing God's judgment on a rebellious nation. Let me give you a couple of verses of scripture to go with that. Jeremiah 1.16 and 1 Kings chapter 17. In the book of Zechariah chapter 9, verse 11 and 12, these words, As for you also, because of the blood of the covenant, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today, I declare that I will restore double to you. What a covenant promise from God. God says, I will restore double to you. He says, just return back. In other words, remember the covenant that I made with you. I can tell you, friends, and I can tell you, woman and man of God, that God is ready to prepare to pour out a double portion upon your life because the lions of God will fall upon you in 
favorable places. And I want you to stay in the place of faith. I want you to move from hope to faith. I want you to move from hopelessness to a place of hope because God loves you so very much. You know, there's a chapter in the Bible we call the the faith chapter. It's in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. I would love to share the whole thing with you, but right now time will not permit. But if you're turning your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11, I'm going to begin reading from verse 32. And what more shall I say? The time shall fail me to tell you of Gideon, Barak, and Samson, and Jephthah, also of David, and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became vigilant in battle, turned to fight the, the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better promises. Still others had trials of mocking and scorching, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. And they were stoned, and they were sawed in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskin, goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in dens and in mountains, and in dens and caves and the earth. And all of these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. What an encouraging word that is. How we view life is critical to what we get out of life. Our mind-thought process must align itself with faith and not just hope. The book of Hebrews says in the 11th chapter, verse 6, that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. This is how we know that faith and hope are both needed for our success in life. Faith is not a, faith is not a product of human intelligence or endeavors. Faith is firmly anchored in the nature and the presence and the promise of God. Hope is surrendered, made manifest. In other words, hope surrenders to trust. Faith is trust. Faith is both a fruit and a gift, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and Galatians chapter 5. A higher state of consciousness beyond our current condition thinking is the pathway to see the image of God inside of us. Every human being, regardless of their stage in their development, is an immature, is a immature of God, or an image bearer of God. God's work of restoring his image starts in the heart, setting our minds on thinking on things above. In the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, it says, If you then were raised with Christ, seek those things which were above, where Christ is sitting, at the right hand of God. In other words, he is sitting at the place of authority at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above and not on the earth. A passage of scripture, a prayer that Paul prayed for the believers at at, at emphasis, this is what Paul prayed for that church. 
I love it. Let me begin in chapter 1, verse 17 through 19. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you might know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of his glory and his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us? Did you hear that, child of God? He said there was an exceeding great power that is coming to you, to all of those who believe, to all those who are all of those according to the working of his mighty power. Now, I want you to be really encouraged by that spirit of revelation. It's a prophecy, and that prophecy is released, and it's encouraging you that there's a spirit of power that is coming to you in this age. There is a spirit of might and power, wisdom and revelation that the Lord says he wants to impart into you and not only impart into you, but God says he wants to form it into you so that that revelation becomes a manifestation and that manifestation becomes a walk of your everyday life in Christ Jesus. Every believer is destined to be conformed to the image of Christ. Our images of Christ are not the same as our ideas about Christ. Let me say that to you again. I said our images of Christ is not the same as our ideas about Christ. Images are not abstract ideas. They are powerful. They are a powerful combination of thoughts and feelings. Long before we were old enough to think in words, we thought in pictures or images. Our image of God most of the time, does not represent our doctoral affirmation about God. When God hasn't been rooted in our early formative experiences as a child, his images are easily distorted. By who? By the world, by wonderful, wonderful people who love us, but they just wasn't walking with Christ. And they didn't have the image of Christ living inside of them. They had an affirmation, they had a confession, but they really didn't have the image of Christ inside of them. In the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 29, Paul the apostle said these words, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the first born among many brothers. I am telling you the truth. That is good news to me, child of God, that there is a supernatural image inside of me that is transforming my mind, that is transforming and conforming my mind and the image of myself or who I am in Christ Jesus. I am full of his power. I am full of his faith. I am full of his might. I am full of his strength. Child of God, I want you to get that picture into your heart, and I want you to begin to change the image of the brokenness that you may have lived in, changed the image of the world and the circumstances around you that you may have adapted to. And I want you to change your image to a conquering king, to a champion of faith. I want you to change your image from being poor to rich. I want you to change your image from being sick to healthy. I want you to change your image and I want you to begin to see Christ as the loving one, the powerful one. He's the king of kings and he's the Lord of lords. And I want you to see him as the king with a kingdom and that king and that kingdom child of God lives inside of you this is Apostle Bird and I want you to know and I want you to stay tuned for part two for prisoners of hope hopelessness or champions 
of faith. I love you. Please visit our website. You will find many tools on our website that will bless you and strengthen you. And please, if this message has blessed you, sow into this to this kingdom and to this ministry that we might bless men and women around the globe who need a word of faith and a word of hope. God bless you. This is Apostle Bird. Peace out. This is Apostle Bird. So glad that you tuned into the podcast. I'm looking forward to you enjoying it again. Come with us soon and meet us with our next Supernatural Podcast. God bless you.